Welcome to the tragedy of coins. The five dimensions of philosophy. The question deals and minds of all pains resting here on planet Earth, but is not regarded as a question. Maybe the most obvious things aren't questions. Anyway, I like to give it a shot. Talking about God and philosophy as it exists in the five dimensions is like objectification of science, isn't it? What's science after all? Science means reason expressed in a quantitative order that requires measurement in numbers. What's philosophy? Knowledge of perception and difference to reality in analytical terms forming a conjugate hypothesis that puts forward a form for discussion on contradictory analytical subjective abstract thesis. Why is science important? What do we mean by the term practical? Why is the practical world important? What are the two branches in science, the perfect and the imperfect? What is the difference between mathematics and physics? And what is the idea of the abstract, the idea of doubting, and the idea of the static? And how do we prove the presence of God? These are some of the questions that shall be answered on this podcast. So stay tuned to the 5D philosophy. So, today we answer the question, why is science important after all? The simple one-line answer could be mainly for practical purposes. But what do we mean by the term practical? Something that can be expressed in terms of numbers and dimensions, zero included. Why is the practical world important? Because it satisfies the real definition of creation. It fulfills its purpose and sustains life. Now comes the talk about the two branches of science, the perfect and the imperfect. The perfect branch of science is pure logic and the application of its inductive effect, which is none other than mathematics. The pure science lies in the impractical cause that give rise to the practical infrastructure. And there is why maths is beautiful, but physics is magnificent. The perfect branch science deals with thesis and antithesis, while the imperfect branch deals with real-time thesis. Does that mean reality is imperfect? Well, 
that's a question we'll deal with later. For now, we're the doubt and fidget. The imperfect branch of science is as rational, but it's the very definition of practical. Though a want of existed had it not been. Something more than just imperfect. It's magnificent. It's magnificent with all its imperfections. It's magnificent with all the faults and its theories. When they all could be turned down with the introduction of the third phenomenon, edited the wave particle duality with its vast corpus of sheer imperfections. It's all the more beautiful. It enlivens the perfect and sustains our very breath. Do we love the imperfect more? Do we really love the imperfect more? Maybe, or else we will have discarded the utilitarian concept of living. I'm amazed how great love and perfections. I'm amazed at how we constantly try to be perfect and at the end, grow to love our own imperfections. And there is what physics does exactly. Physics does that just as we do. No wonder we love her, cause she's similar to us. She sounds more real, more authentic, and more practical than her perfect counterpart. And so we love her and accept her beauty is real. That is what makes her magnificent in our eyes. We can connect with her better than we could with the perfect. We always doubt God is we know he's the ideal of perfect. But then, shouldn't we doubt the imperfect as well? Shouldn't we doubt ourselves and the reality of our presence? We should, but we don't. We can't be wholly rational physics if not. We have learned to believe whatever they can see, hear, feel, taste, smell. But we can't believe the perfect guys. We can't think in a five dimensional world. And what do you call them? You call them the limitations of science. And that's why philosophy is to, to clarify the doubt science has. And that is the real purpose of philosophy. Philosophy is gigantic or is capable of solving most of the doubts that arise in your mind with the story of science. This there answer the question why great scientists have also been great philosophers. which includes the idea of the abstract. 
the idea of the abstract if you could think beyond what it seems is a thought to think and actually think nothing you enter the five dimensional space if you can think of five variables you have unlocked the gate to this world if you visualize the five equations to solve these five variables you successfully answer it the idea of the abstract deals with self-imposed conscious thinking. Thinking about the cause is the first dimension of this space. Cause is the consensus and the conjectured hypothesis. Yoga, object, and practical phenomena. It tries to find the elements that causes the results when philosophy. For the causing What is the process to derive an equation from this variable should be hypothetical analytics. For instance, try analyzing death first and then coming to life. Self is the norm of practicality that is often mistaken as the practical reality. We shall answer this question in the next segment. So keep tuned to the 5G philosophy. So have we addressed the question why science? In itself is a mere norm of practicality that is often mistaken as the practical reality. There is no authentication in the sphere of science and this second problem in science is best solved by the second dimension of philosophy. The impracticality of the practical reality. Think. How can we improve their worry since alone is practical, authentic and real? Does that mean a debate with the very definition of real? So let's redefine 
real real but it's like objectifying the purpose of science but in 5d fools of philosophy you are allowed to do it can worry not since be real if one is real material current coexist as a mere subset of the parset of reality and unpracticality can we include the perfect in our definition of reality can that which serves the purpose of the realistic from the perfect so can we the imperfect be derived from the perfect there is none other than god can the practical be derived from the impractical so shall we not consider the impractical as the practical unreal we got the answer to the question on the existence of god this shall help us in solving the following simultaneous equations the equation of dyson the first equation is dyson and the basic part d of a is a question mark and the reality from in addition from And every single passes. But how does it pass? Why is there even a notion is time? So shouldn't we bring about a theory that contradicts movement? The idea of the static. Imagine the fabric to be static. The space-time fabric to be static as it is. Nothing passes. You are you, the frozen you. Time doesn't elapse. What shall happen next? Thinking from a tragedy point of view, there shall be no movement. Then why is time different from movement? Because we don't believe it's just an ocean. Are yet you need not believe in what I say. It is only a three-dimensional thought process after all. But can we even think in 5D? 
How would it be like to think, think, think with no real passage of time? Thinking in the static, the finest equilibrium you would achieve. If everything would frost, even time, and you are the one thinking, thinking out of nowhere for time unknown, no passage of time. Will there be a passage of thoughts? If your answer is no, you imply that the movement of thoughts is same as the movement of matter. If your answer is Where's the first one for me? Maybe the second one for you. If you believe the thinking is possible without time, if you believe the time is a limitation, and a thought process will be able to escape from time. In case time indeed is a limitation, you know, death is a reality. The movement of you are metal along with the passage of time. Similarly, when you believe that thing is impossible without the passage of time, you also believe that thoughts flow, they flow just as metal, and that movement requires time to flow with it. The run.